This is a What I Live For podcast for Thursday, August 1st, 2019. back to another episode of the what i live for podcast and today i'm talking to my friend leah she's at 300 to life on instagram uh, i'm talking to her about her weight loss journey and um, how she's progressed so far she's lost a little over 80 pounds so far and she is 100 plant-based um, during her weight loss journey she, she's kind of trend trans- she's kind of transitioned out of being 100 percent plant-based but right now she's pretty much all plant-based. So um, I wanted to talk to her after talking to last week's episode, uh, last week's episode guest, Jack, um, because I've been interested in doing a little bit more plant-based stuff, uh, eating a little bit less meat on a regular basis. And I wanted to kind of pick their brains about uh, why they chose, why they both chose to um, eat plant-based and how that's helped them in their, in their weight loss journey and just their life in general. So uh, I really appreciate Leah uh, taking the time to talk to me about uh, just her journey and her decision to uh, go wait, uh, to go plant based and how that affects you know the 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 eating her, the the eating of the family like her kids and, and you know her spouse like I wanted to pick her brain about why um, why she chose to go plant based and what what benefits that has given what, what benefits that's given her so. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, I really had a lot of fun. There are, and I will say this, there are a lot of technical issues, um, in this episode. Uh, I did, tried to use anchor, uh, the anchor app to record this episode and it kept kicking us off. So there's a lot of starts and stops. You're going to hear, it's going to be a little disjointed, um, between the, um, bet- between the, uh, the transitions you can kind of hear it, um, but I just wanted to talk to her and I wanted to just put it out as is and the information there. So I, I hope you guys really enjoy this with no further ado. Let's get right into the episode. Uh, so I'm here with my friend Leah. Uh, Leah is uh, at 300 to life on Instagram. Uh, how are you doing Leah? I'm doing good. And I wanted to have Leah on because uh, she has a, a unique weight loss story like a lot of other people that I've talked to in the last few episodes. And I wanted to kind of get her perspective on her weight loss journey because she's still currently on it. And I wanted to know uh, I, her journey like with weight loss and how she did it. So yeah. I, I always ask this question to everybody. First off, uh, where did you grow up? Well, I was born in Midland, um, Odessa area. And I grew up in just like the little area of Austin. So Georgetown, Round Rock, Pflugerville, I've lived in all of those areas. And so what was your childhood like growing up? Um, I had a, I had a good childhood. Um, yeah, I was a pretty happy child. Um, my parents divorced when I was five and that was pretty rough. My dad and I were pretty close. I lived with my mom. Um, <clears throat> and then my little sister came along just me and my sister and yeah they I would go back and forth from mom to dad and my dad passed when I was 17 that was really rough my mom and I aren't really close I mean we get along but we're not real close 
<clears throat> and I'm not that close to my sister. So when he passed, that was kind of difficult. Um, I kind of felt alone after that. But then, you know, I became an adult and did adult things. So, <laughs> but yeah, my childhood was pretty normal. So when, when did you first become aware that your weight was becoming an issue? Well, when I was in middle school, one person, just one person, my whole school years called me fat. And I didn't really wasn't aware or didn't think that I was fat at the time until she said that to me. And then I guess I looked at myself and I was like, well, I am, I was a little bit, I guess, thicker. I, I wouldn't consider myself fat. I wasn't skinny, but I, I wasn't fat. I was just a little thicker, but I also, I played sports and stuff like that. So, um, you know, but and I wouldn't say for me it was a problem until after I had my first child. I gained 90 pounds with my first son, and that was when I was 18. So I would say that that's when it became a problem for me. And what was the highest weight that you can remember getting to? Uh, 315. 315, okay. Mm -hmm. So you get to 315. How? What? What happens when you say, okay, I, I'm at 315, like, what do I, I need to lose this weight? What do you do after that? You know, I, I don't even, I didn't have, like, I know a lot of people have that aha moment or that, like, okay, this is it. I just slowly started making changes. And I don't necessarily think it was, okay, I'm going to lose this weight. It was, I need to be better. And I started by walking. Um... And then watching my portion sizes, uh, just little changes like that. And then once I got to calorie counting, that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to be serious about this. I'm going to lose weight. And it took about three, four months before I started doing that with just walking and watching my portion sizes. Yeah. Because your, your story sounds similar to mine where, uh, well, I had the click moment, but I took everything a step at a time. So I started mm -hmm. just walking. I started with just walking. Uh, yeah. I, I remember getting on a treadmill and can only do like maybe 10 to 15 minutes. And that was oh, yeah. And I remember just uh, taking that one step at a time and then started with the, with the food, uh, watching mm -hmm. portion sizes. Because I was drinking like two liters of soda a day. Like at one point. Oh, wow. So, yeah. yeah. I started watching like portion sizes and I was still eating like crap, but I was still like portioning out and making it fit into my calorie budget. Right, right. So no, I totally, I, I totally get like your, the, the way you kind of themed everything, like how you, you took it one step at a time and um, you started doing stuff like small increments. Cause I, I tell people all the time, like you can't just go all in with weight loss. You, oh, have, yeah. to, you have to take your time with it. and. Even if you say, okay, I'm going to start with just eating one less meal, uh, like eating one less thing that's like huge on calories, then that's, that's, that's a start. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I think that that honestly has been how I've been so successful this time is that I did take baby steps and I didn't rush into it because that's the, that's the mentality I used to have. Anytime I would try to diet with the, you know, doing the whole yo-yo dieting, I would just okay, this is it. I'm going to drink all my water. I'm going to 
you know, watch my portion sizes and I'm going to start working out five days a week. And when you throw all that in there, it is, it's very overwhelming, you know, and you don't really think about it that way. You just think, oh, I can do this, but I would get overwhelmed and then I would quit everything altogether. Yeah. Is, it, <laughs> is that, was that the first time that you've tried to lose weight or, or have you oh, no. before? Oh, I've tried several times before. And I would, I would lose like about 20 pounds, but then I don't know, like whatever would happen. And I would just go back to eating crap again. And what do you think, what do you think is different about uh, those previous times and this time? Like what, what changed for you? Um, I, a couple things. I feel like with the previous times I was doing it on my own. Mm -hmm. So um, you know, my ex-husband and then my ex-girlfriend, I, I tried with, you know, while I was with both of them and I just didn't have that. Not that I didn't have the support, they were supportive, but I was doing it on my own and they were still eating the crap food that I craved and that I wanted. So it was constantly in my face. Um, yeah. but they were supportive, you know, they were like, oh yeah, I support you in doing this. But having that around all the time was just really difficult for me and I would cave um, so I think that that's one reason. And this time I've had, my wife was doing it with me. So she, we both were losing weight. Now it is a little bit more difficult now. She's in maintenance and I'm still counting. Um, she hit her goal and she's doing great. And I'm so proud of her. But, um, you know, I'm still counting my calories. Whereas we were doing it before, <clears throat> we would both be tallying our calories up and whatever. And it was kind of like we did it together. Now I just do it on my own. And so sometimes I'm just like, oh, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like entering all this in. I eyeball it and I'm good. So that's where I struggle right now. But, um, and then the other thing is taking the baby steps is, is just doing one thing at a time to create a habit before I put another thing in there. Um, like I started with walking. I wasn't really watching, you know, my food intake, but I started walking. I was being more active. And then... I said, in, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do my portion sizes. I'm going to control those. And I wasn't counting, counting calories or anything like that. I was just simply watching the portion size. Instead of having two plates, I would have one. And sometimes it got to the point where I didn't even finish that because, you know, my stomach was just getting used to eating less and not eating all that food. Um, and then I started doing the calorie counting and then I started working on water. So it's just been, if I take a, you know, one step at a time, I feel like that has made me more successful than, you know, just trying to throw all that in there at one time. Yeah. And, and I, I get the whole thing with a support system because when I lost weight the first time me and my wife did it together. So it was a little bit easier to uh, just keep the weight loss going because you didn't yeah. go home and, and disappoint the next person and be like, Hey, I kind of messed up. You know, you wanted to be on track. It's like they were on track. Right. And, I know it, and it's harder now because she's not doing the same thing i'm doing and i'm still trying to lose weight so i get the whole support thing um, is she in maintenance already she's in maintenance yes yeah so we're in the same we're on the same page here <laughs> yeah and you know she doesn't and she understands that um you know i still i still have issues with food and she doesn't and you know i have a, a two and a half year old daughter so like she eats all kinds of stuff and like i don't I don't touch that stuff because I feel like, you know, I could slip back in old habits if I like let myself do that. And I just don't. Yeah. yeah Cause you know, and you know, because you have kids too, like they have there are certain foods that they like and you know, you can't mess with that kind of stuff because it will probably 
back, make you backslide. Yeah, yeah. Are were the kids on on board with you with, with the whole weight loss thing too, or would they just so, do their own thing? Well, my oldest son, he has actually lost eighty pounds. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so when we started, <clears throat> I just I just stopped bringing that stuff in the house. I just wouldn't allow. Um, like the sugary cereals, the little Debbie snacks, you know, things like that Yeah. for healthier versions. Um, so, you know, now they eat, which probably isn't the best, best, but they'll have Cheerios instead of, you know, like Captain Crunch or whatever the other cereals are. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so they're still getting their cereal and, you know, Cheerios still has sugar in it. But um, so I just made little changes like that to their stuff. And then I tried to get them on board with, hey, let's try something new every week. So, yeah, so I just tried to show him to make better choices. So instead of when they go to certain places, you know, his go-to is usually like chicken uh, strips, hot wings, things like that. So I tried to tell him like maybe a grilled chicken salad, even a grilled chicken sandwich, um, you know, things like that. So I tried to show him better choices. And I just have to hope that he's making those when he's not with me. And when he's with me, I don't necessarily, I don't like order his food. I don't like, you know, things like that. But I tell him, like, let's make good choices. Yeah. And so he had his 14-year checkup the other day, actually last week. And his doctor told him that he needs to lose at least 20 pounds. So mm. I'm hoping, I'm really, really hoping that the doctor talking to him and telling him, you know, I love the way she put it too. She told him, like, I want you to understand this is not about your appearance. You look great. There's nothing wrong with the way you look, and that's not why I want you to do this. But it's all about the inside and making your insides healthy and things like that. So I'm hoping that that got to him, um, <clears throat> you know, because mom telling him, mom doesn't know anything. So <laughs> I'm just hoping that, that her talking to him in that way got to him, and he'll make better choices. Now, we he went to camp so he's at camp until august 3rd and so you know he eats what they supply but he's being very active while he's there and so that makes me really happy because they're um they go on hikes they go swimming they go camping but they they're out doing something all day long so um i'm at home he was you know i'll just put it there i mean he was being lazy and he even said i'm lazy i don't care and I just, I want him to change his mentality. And I'm thinking that, you know, maybe camp and things like that will help him. But I told him, you know, when you get back from camp, we've got to be serious about this. You've got to get moving. And so I'm really, really, I've got faith that he's, that he's thinking about that stuff and that, you know, things will be better when he gets home. And then the little one, she doesn't have any issue with weight. She's, she actually, her doctor was worried about her for a while because um, she's she just turned 10 and she just barely hit 50 pounds uh, a few months ago so she's really small <laughs> yeah so but I, I i talked to her about that stuff too and, and decisions and snacks and things like that because i don't want her to have that problem you know just because she's little now doesn't mean that that's going to stay that way the boys were both very not small they were both taller and and a little bit thicker but they didn't have a weight problem when they were little. It's just, you know, as they've gotten older. So I, I tried to get her. I'm glad we started this now while she's still young. So hopefully she never has to deal with it. Um, that's my goal for her. 
Yeah, you also don't want, and I and I talked to you about you know my issues with you know people trying to get me to lose weight and stuff. Right. Like that. so yeah. people, they they offered me like my parents offered me money to lose weight, and like that still wasn't enough. And like, you know, it it it, it comes when when you're ready for it. Mm-hmm. Your, in your own time, because nobody's gonna force you to do stuff unless you just willingly want to do it. Right. And yeah, like, and we had. We had stopped making him go to the gym, you know, because I know you and I had that talk and what you told me just really got to me. And I was like, I've, I've got to stop forcing him to do this before he resents me. And, you know, I didn't want that to happen, but we stopped making him go to the gym. But our compromise was you've got to do something that you like. And I said, you either need to play. He likes just dance. So that's active. I was like, you either need to do something like that or you need to go out and walk because he likes walking. So that was our compromise is when we go to the gym, you've got to be active as well. Um, You know, and I told him the gym's not for everybody. Not everybody likes the gym. So if you would rather stay home and do something, then that's fine. But you've got to move. Yeah. And he might just not be the kind of uh, person that wants to work out inside. He might be. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. You just have to find the thing that, that you like to do versus trying to just do the basic thing that everybody does. Right. So uh, let's talk about your, when did you make the decision to go plant-based? Because I know this is a big part of your of your lifestyle now. So when did you decide, decide to go plant-based? So I have been vegetarian for going on two years and I decided to go fully plant-based in October of 2018 now this last two months i've been eating cheese (laughs) i haven't really been i'm still primarily plant-based but i will have allow myself to have um but i do plan on getting back to that i i don't think that um you know i'm gonna stay this well i guess i'm vegetarian at the moment but i i think that i would really like to get back into plant-based um, yeah. it was it was nice i liked it i i had more in- than i've ever had um and that be nice i changed just assuming that it was because of that and i just feel better you know all around um uh, so it, was it and I'm only asking this question because the person that was on before you, the, the person that was on the podcast before you was Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I asked Jack the same question, what made him go plant-based? Like, and he told me that it was because he watched uh, a whole bunch of documentaries. Did you have yep. that same kind of, okay. <laughs> and which ones did you watch? Um, what the health? I watched um, Fed Up, but I don't think that is, um and forks over knives forks over knives i really liked um because i I, them but some of them are a lot about how there's cruelty to and how they towards the animals and things like that and that really bothers me i don't like to see that Uh and forks over knives i of going plant-based that one um you know and then there was a YouTube video that I watched, and it was really good. And I cannot for the life of it, um, but it was really good. It was a lot about just the science of plant-based is better for you and things like that. 
versus cruelty to animals because there are a couple of look what happens to the animals in order for you to eat meat so i really liked the plants over knives one i would recommend that one for sure okay over knives not plants over knives, over knives. <laughs> <laughs> no I, I got it i got it uh so uh do you cook your own food or or does your wife do most of the cooking um, no, I do all the cooking in the house, and I have a rule. The kids like their dessert, so the rule is you eat what I make or you don't get a treat. So they're allowed, if they don't want to eat what I've made, they are allowed to. It has to if they eat something different, it has to be something they can make on their own. I'm not going to on their meals. I did that for years because I have eaters, and I'd be like, oh, you don't want this? Let me make you something else. Well, that gets stressful, and it gets expensive. So... Now it's if when I make, then you've got to be able to make something on your own. Um, at the end of the night, because um, usually, and what I buy is like the single serve ice creams, like the little I, you have HEB, so you probably know what I'm talking about. But the little single serve ice creams that are like Bluebell, but HEB has them. I those. Um, they like those, and then they get like some of the fudge pops that are a single serve not like a pint of ice cream where they can just sit there and eat it yeah so yeah and so when you when you went plant-based did you and i asked jack the same question too so you're getting a lot of same questions jack got but uh, <laughs> when you started when you started plant-based did you uh follow recipes on like pinterest or like cookbooks or how did you start to figure out like how to make a, a plant-based meal um, so the way I started was I would basically just take things that I normally ate or that I liked when I had meat or things like that. And I would just, I guess you could say like veganize it. And so I, I used to like burgers. That was like one of the only red meats that I would eat was a hamburger. Um, and it took me the longest time to find a, a veggie burger that I really like. Um, so I tried several different burgers until I found one that I liked. Um, and then things like, like taco bowls. Like I, I really, I really like Chipotle. So I'll kind of do my own thing at home that's similar. Um, and there is a, there's a few different, like, well, Trader Joe's calls theirs beefless, beefless ground is what it's called. And it's yeah. looks just like ground meat. I believe it. This one's made out of soy, um, but this one's my favorite one from Trader Joe's, and it's probably the cheapest one out there, also. Um, and so I'll, it, you make it just like you make taco meat, and just season it just like you would, and it ta it tastes really good. I like it much better than I ever liked taco meat before, and um, <clears throat> so basically just veganizing what I liked before. There's substitutes out there, you know, meat substitutes. I'm not a big fan of a lot of them. Yeah, and then the beefless ground eggs and I'll make taco stuff, but I'm not really big on like the meat substitutes. I'll eat them. Like if I'm feeling really frisky, I'll put some of the Gardein um, like chicken strips in my salad. I love salad. I could eat salad. To add to it. Um, but yeah, I don't, um, I'm not really big on those. Now, if I go out to eat, like at the vegan restaurants, I will, I will get them because there's a, and they're like really, really good. It's not like buying the frozen stuff at the store, but, um, 
but yeah, I, I feel like too, that it was easier for me to go plant-based versus somebody who eats meat because I was already a vegetarian for so long. Mm -hmm. Um, I think somebody who eats meat and goes straight to, you know, a plant-based meal or a plant-based lifestyle, I think that would be a little difficult. Um, so I think that I had it easy just because I really liked meat to begin. Yeah. I, I actually went vegetarian for like a summer. But uh -huh. I think at that point it was because, you know, I'm down here like in Beaumont. So like uh, it's a smaller town. So they didn't have H-E-B didn't have a lot of the stuff that um, like somewhere where like Austin around Rock would have. So we, yeah. we had troubles finding certain things, but like, work, but then it got kind of expensive. So I'm thinking about going back towards that uh, just maybe like a couple times a week, just going more vegetarian. Mm -hmm. to cut out meat consumption and stuff like that so yeah but you know i i enjoyed going vegetarian for that summer but yeah. like i said it got kind of it's a little bit easier now because the hb down here has a little bit more options before than they had before yeah has it been a while since you did that then that was in 20, I want to say 2015 or 2016. So it's been a yeah, years. It's come a long way. Yeah, it's, it's, it, the vegetarian uh, selection down here is way different now than it was, you know, four or four or five years ago. Right. And I mean, the, the like vegan vegetarian like restaurants are still not like up to par. There's some, but there's not like a lot. Yeah. So you, you can make it work. Yeah, and see, Austin has a lot of different. You have to go into Austin though, like downtown Austin and East Austin, but they have a lot of vegan restaurants and bakery. Now it's crazy, and their stuff is so good. It's not like the stuff that you get at H E B. So, like, if I go out to eat, I'll get a like a meat replacement type thing, or I mean, you know, it's usually made out of seitan or tempeh or whatever. But um, theirs is so much better than like something I can make at home. Mm -hmm. so let's let's talk about that so what what are some of your favorite um uh like restaurants that you've been to in austin like maybe <laughs> shout a, a couple them out so if somebody is vegan or vegetarian and they go to austin maybe they can find something that you might oh yeah on. yeah um mr natural is probably my favorite they have so many options on their menu it's unreal like i so much and then they have their own bakery and their bakery stuff is so good and i want to say like probably 90 is gluten-free mm -hmm. so uh, you know a lot of people that have the you know celiacs or some gluten sensitivity is that's a great place to go um and then there's a few like food trucks there's a uh uh vegan nisi or veggie nisi and that they have oh my gosh if you like el pastor their el pastor tacos are so good um so they have different kinds of street tacos and like fajita um there's that's that's probably my favorite uh food truck and then there's the vegan nom which has like burritos and tacos and queso and stuff like that i'm gonna try a new one on or tomorrow it, my we're celebrating my birthday tomorrow so we're going to one called the beer plant Mm -hmm. and they're a brewery, but they also, you know, they have quite a few vegan options. They have a vegan chicken and waffles. I've never had chicken and waffles, like, to begin with, 
um, not even like regular chicken and waffles. So I'm so excited to try that tomorrow <laughs> because it's so good. I've never had it and it looks so good. And everybody raves about how good chicken and waffles is. So I'm going to have vegan chicken and waffles tomorrow and I'm excited. <laughs> well, happy early birthday. Uh, Thank you. The people who are listening to this are going to hear it way later than your birthday, but happy yeah. early birthday. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, so what, so what's next? What do you want to do next? Cause I know you, you, t well, you told me, um, that you've lost 80 pounds so far. Uh, how, how much further do you want to go with your uh, 80 more pounds? So I'm right there. Okay. In the middle. <laughs> um, I, <clears throat> I don't know. I know you, li you listen to my podcast. Do so you know, I've been in this plateau slump, whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I say plateau. I don't want to say that cause I feel like a plateau is like, you may not know what's going on just not recording my food the way that I should be and things like that. I've just been slacking. And so um, I really want to get back on that. July has been a hard month. Uh, and I know it's, it's an excuse, but like my daughter's birthday, my birthday, a friend of mine's daughter's birthday, like there's so many birthdays in July and we're doing so many different celebrations <clears throat> that I feel like, you know, like this weekend, I'm not even, I'm not tracking. I'm going to do me and I'm just going to have fun with it and I'm not going to regret it. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. So, um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with that though. Cause it's your birthday and like you, it only comes once a year. So yeah. Yeah. Um, but on Sunday, Sunday is my actual birthday and we're going to Ankeley or Harker Heights. I think it's, or Copper's Cove, one of the two. Um, there is a, it's a fest, I guess like a festival. It's at the convention center and it's a and that's what we're doing on my birthday. And I'm excited about that because I went to the veg fest in Austin last year. It got canceled this year because the rain was so bad, but went and it was a lot of fun. So I'm hoping that this is like that. Um, so, and I won't go crazy, but I know there's going to be samples and stuff like that there and they want you to buy their stuff. So, that and then yeah like tomorrow we're having a little party at the pool so but i i really think next is just getting the rest of the 80 pounds off um, i want to get back to counting more strict counting my calories and i do good on the days that i don't have these little off days i've been doing really good whereas like last month and the month before i wasn't doing good on all the day you know even on my um you know, the days that I should have been counting regularly, I wasn't really, I was just being very relaxed, you know, and I'll do good during the week. And then on the weekend is when I struggle, you know, you get with friends, you want to go do things and I just get off track. And so that's been my struggle, you know, especially last month. Um, but I'm really, I've done good so far this month. So I'm just trying to keep on track and <clears throat> I'm really good with my workouts. I, I <laughs> just, I you know, putting my calories in, I guess I just, I really think I got comfortable and just thought I can eyeball this. I don't need to count it. I've got this and I don't got this just yet. Well, I, you know, I told you like that the whole calorie counting thing, it gets tedious, especially if you've, do, if you've been doing it for a year plus. Yeah. Uh, you're, that, that's all you're doing. And you're like, I just need a break from it. I just need a break from it. So yeah, I, I totally get it. Right. 
Yeah, and you would think that it, it just gets easier and you get used to it. But yeah, it's kind of like, oh my gosh, I've been doing this so long. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's talk about your podcast real quick. So your podcast is called 300 to Life, right? <laughs> okay, so uh, why did you start a podcast? Because the pusher, Daryl Perry, <laughs> he just kept you need to do this and I was like well I have fun when I do it so maybe I should do it and then I really like after the first couple I really liked it I even if nobody listens to it I feel like it's me getting my feelings out there and my things off my chest that are bothering me and so I just have this like sense of relief after I'm done it's crazy yeah and and I think Crystal said the same thing about her is that she she's using it more like a journal yeah like and and that's and that's why she's been doing it. So, mm -hmm. so I I like I said, I really like your podcast because I listen to it because you've been really hitting it hard with the podcast. So you've been putting out a lot, but yeah, uh, I enjoy the podcast because I, I get to hear I get to hear what's going on in your head about your weight loss or your goals or what you have going on, and it's just it's cool to to listen to that because a lot of people don't. Um, put that kind of stuff out there, especially like on Instagram, they don't put all that stuff out there. So I appreciate that you put all your stuff out there. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's different on a podcast. I'll really get into my feelings on a podcast, but I don't put that in my post on Instagram. So somebody who listens to my podcast is going to know a lot more about me and my journey than just following what I'm doing on Instagram. So I really appreciate when that you listen and that, you know, other people listen. So if somebody wants to contact you, how would they go about doing that? Um, I really only use Instagram, so at 300 to life. And um, yeah, I'm really active on my message. I'm always, just I answer pretty quickly. I really appreciate you coming on and, and just talking to me, even though we've had some technical issues, but you know, it's, <laughs> it's, still, it's still good to talk to you because I know you, you've had some issues with just trying to break out of this plateau and all that stuff. So I really appreciate that you put your stuff out there and yeah. appreciate that, that, you, that you came on the podcast. We've been trying to do this for a long time. So I really appreciate it. I know. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I, and we've never talked before. So I was excited. I mean, we talk in DM, but we've never had it like a conversation before. So I was excited. And I, also I did tell Jack that if he comes to Austin, then I will come to Austin too. <laughs> awesome. Did he tell you he was thinking of coming? Because he tells me he's thinking about it. But then I'm like, let's make plans. So yeah, he, that's he, good. He I he would was... love to meet both of y'all. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. So, he said he doesn't want to wait until Flying Pig. So hopefully he'll come before that. I told him, like, Very don't well. come in the summer months. Because it's too hot to be doing stuff outside. <laughs> yeah, because you go outside for five minutes and you want to come right back in. Yeah. <laughs> too hot. It's, it's way too hot. I really want to thank Leah for coming on and sharing her story. Like I said, she has a unique story with with her weight loss and deciding to go plant based. You know, prim primarily plant based for you know that majority of that journey. So I really appreciate her. Uh, you know, telling me about you know why her decision to go plant based and some of the the tips and tricks she uses to go plant based. And um, I just with the podcast, I just like talking to different people and this is 24 episodes in and I, I, I just like to search out people 
uh, not just weight loss, weight loss people, but I like to search out people that are doing different things in their life. And, and, and that's why I really started the podcast. And I'm, like I said, I'm really enjoying just doing these episodes and I want to talk to more people and not just, and not just weight loss people. Cause you know, I don't want to box myself into that category. Cause you know, the podcast isn't just about weight loss. Um, it's just about people in their lives and the thing, the things they do and the, the passions they have in their life. So, um, like I said, if, if you're that kind of person and you want to come and talk to me about, you know, just things you're passionate about, you know, just send me a DM. Um, again, I really appreciate Leah and this is what most of the episodes about. It's about Leah. So I appreciate Leah coming on and just sharing her story. So if you want to contact Leah, you can find her on Instagram at three hunter life. And if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at Willie Gillis. Uh, again, I really appreciate you guys listening to these episodes. Um, I'm really having fun with it and I'm really enjoying just talking to different people and I've kind of found my groove with the podcast talking to, to, to different people that I've really just never really had a, like a sit down conversation with. So I really appreciate appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. If you want to leave a review, um, if you have Apple podcasts or Spotify or anything like that, you can go and, and rate and review the podcast. Uh, like I said, that gives a lot more people eyes and ears on the podcast more ears than than eyes, but, um, I, I'm trying to push this out a little bit more. Um, a lot of people really enjoyed the last episode with Jack. So I, I want to push more, more of these episodes out. Um, and now I'm rambling. So I, like I said, I really appreciate you guys listening. Um, I love doing the podcast and I'm going to keep doing it, um, because the response I've been getting and, and people have been enjoying it. So, uh, with that, I will see you guys next week. Uh, have a good week and I will talk to you later.